0: Girls who like boys, who like girls, who like boys, who like girls, who like boys, who like boys, who like boys. That's
1: going to be in the cup.
0: What's a thrill? My phone instead of an onion. You can tell I'm laughing in a while.
1: Okay, day six. <laughs>
0: keep this energy when we get into the main show. Okay. What a frill, my thumb instead of an onion, the top quite gone, except for a sort of hinge of skin. A flap like a hat, dead white, then that red plush. Little pilgrim, the Indians axed your scalp. Your turkey wattle carpet rolls straight from the heart. I step on it, clutching my bottle of pink fizz. A celebration this is. Out of a gap, a million soldiers run, red coats, every one. Whose side are they on? Oh, my homunculus, I am ill. I have taken a pill to kill. The thin, papery feeling. Saboteur. Kamikaze man. The stain on your goals, Ku Klux Klan. Babushka. Darkens and tarnishes, and when? The ballad, pulp of your heart, confronts its small mill of silence. How you jump. Tree-panned veteran. Dirty girl from Stump.
1: I think we should have said content warning, blood, graphic image.
0: That was cut by Sylvia Plath.
1: Welcome to the ninth episode of Poetry to Your Ears. Welcome. Uh, we're back to our older format, just me, Lulu and Tom talking about our silly poetry. Uh, we're excited to be here. It's been quite a while that we haven't been in front of the mic. We've got some cool poetry lined up for you today.
0: Yeah, not least one of your poems. You've been doing some really exciting uh, poetry evenings recently. Right? Yeah. I really wanted to get into it today, about yeah. uh, what you've what you've been doing in your events. Uh,
1: yeah, so the first one uh, was quite a private event. It was uh, someone from Brighton who was leaving and organised. Uh, arts performance night, so there was poetry, but there was also dance and circus, and um, I performed there some new poems, and it was really great to have some, you know, uh, live feedback.
0: Mm. How many poems did
1: you perform? Uh, I performed three poems, yeah. so the most I've ever done, actually, and there was a really, really great energy, and... Um, People were really receptive to everyone. Uh, so that was called Brighton Arts Arts Collective, organized by Valerie. <laughs> and the second one was the first poetry night, uh, organized by In the Margins Brighton. It was in Portslade. That was uh, the very first one, and it was really, really amazing.
0: How many poets were featured in that show?
1: Maybe like but less than 10 open mics, mm. and then a feature and a headliner. The feature was Simon Madrell, and the headliner was One Inky Queer, and uh, it was a complete success. The host was Shanine uh, Morland.
0: In the first, I think in the first one, you did. You, you were telling me you did a poem that was quite uh, ex- explicit and. It yeah. Was, it was like risky, challenging. I you think were a little bit worried about doing it, performing it live.
1: Yeah, it was a sex poem. A uh, sex poem. So content warning I, I don't know how to use these yeah. content warning things no, it's
0: you can just say it like that I think
1: yeah yeah. Um, yeah it was like I think my boldest poem my most graphic poem and people really in, were receptive to it because I did three poems and I felt like this one was the one that was, had the most reaction and people were like clapping and stuff and
0: yeah so <laughs> <laughs> which is if you want to explain for
1: uh, yeah period. that's uh, in
0: Kind of a form mm-hmm. of agreement,
1: yeah. To to like say that you like something without uh, full on mm-hmm. clapping and disturbing the poem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a lighter clap.
0: You, you usually see though when someone when people do start uh, clicking like that, you usually see the the poet kind of light up a little bit. You yeah, because it it kind of like energize them a little bit, right?
1: Exactly. It's funny because at the performance, uh, at in the margins, one ink we one inky queer said that uh, they were really used to people reacting and clicking and stuff mm-hmm. and when people are really polite and they're just uh, silent they're really not used to it and feel yeah. stressed out well
0: yeah that the, sometimes the worst reaction is no reaction
1: yeah like, but like people it, it doesn't mean that it's not good i yeah. think it means that people are respectful and they yeah. just want to take it inside
0: yeah it's very different from comedy like that right
1: yeah the, it depends on the poems because funny poems you can't help but laugh you,
0: you can get a range of reactions from poetry audiences whereas in the comedy room it's like you're going, yeah. for, ba- you're going for laughs that's 100% yeah
1: yeah, yeah. but right. you can hear a poem and cry and really uh, people can't see you crying you know but doesn't it means that you can yeah. think it was really good um, <coughs> we're gonna stop the suspense and uh
0: yeah so what's the, the what's the name of the poem so just so like we gave the kind of content warning before yeah. it's it's sexually explicit
1: so it was untitled but the first line is get a dildo and I thought it was a good title yeah in fact
0: and how did you come up with that title
1: well because it's the first line okay so it just shows up like on my nose yeah and uh you thought that was a title and you thought that was really funny
0: yeah
1: and uh i saying? didn't
0: but I d- when you performed on the night though i didn't realize you were gonna Keep um, it as just a t- announce it <laughs> in front of everybody and say that's how you did it right you said it straight away you said to everyone you kind of just broadcast everyone
1: no i didn't right, say right the title the, i said like, right
0: off the bat you announced that like this was going to be a sexually explicit poem in the way that you announced it right yeah
1: yeah yeah because for context i wrote it for um <coughs> sorry my university arts magazine uh, called the Borrow, and the next edition is called uh, let's uh, let's talk about sex, and I was very uninspired by this. Um, mm. but yeah, talk
0: yeah, tell us a little bit about that. It's, it's an interesting point actually. I remember now we're when, keeping when the suspense then <laughs> we're keeping the suspense yes when when originally you were approached to to write a poem for it, they gave you the theme, yeah. And it was, let's talk about sex. Yeah. You you wasn't happy with this theme in the first place. Yeah, I was very
1: inspired about um, Uh, a poem. Inspired or uninspired? Uninspired about a poem about sex and what exactly do you talk about sex? Because it sounds quite like sex education when it's said like this, let's talk about sex. It's quite serious. But also, do you make it sexy? Do you not make it sexy? And um, I think I kind of let it sink in and... uh, quite a couple of prompts that I answered to, I start not being inspired, and then find something in the next couple of days. And um, what I thought was interesting is actually my lack of libido because of mental health issues. And I thought that was kind of the, the unspoken about, uh, and like a new theme, angle. new oh, angle, yeah. yeah, that I don't hear about very often. And um, because it was my reality right then, I thought that was the way I could make it most truthful.
0: Okay, we can't stand the suspense anymore. We really want to hear this poem. Alright.
1: It's called uh, Get a Dildo. Get a dildo. Suck that clit. Tip, tip, tip. Are you even attracted to guys? Watch porn. No, don't watch it. Piss and shit. Payful feminist porn. Money, money, money. Are you even sexual? At all. Suck my dick. I want to put it in your pussy. Come, come, come. Are you even? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Sorry, I don't feel sexy. Sorry, I'm not dressing hot. Sorry, I don't make the first move. Sorry, I turned down yours. I am not even in my body. I only feel the suffering, clenched jaws that taste like wasabi. I only reach under my panties to come in seconds. Veins filled with alcohol, relax it all. Giving you pleasure, or receiving yours. Bodies with bodies, you give me brush strokes. I give you photocopies. All I can think about is chores. Put my soul back in my body first. Make me feel nursed all the pieces back together make me feel like a feather that was my point. that's poem. really great I really,
0: <laughs> really appreciate that poem there's, there's so many interesting lines in it what do you say in, in your taste like wasabi in your jaw your jaw clenches Tastes like wasabi
1: <laughs> yeah I uh, only feel the suffering cleanse jaws that taste like wasabi
0: in my veins
1: veins I only reach under my panties to come in seconds mm-hmm. veins filled with alcohol so that's like the orgasm relax it all
0: yeah and I, I just love the I just love the the passion the rawness the the openness the honesty the um, mm-hmm. but there's also a kind of there's also a kind of tenderness to the content as well, you know. It's kind of like you're you're laying out like a like a guilt, mm. like a shame, but you're also acknowledging it's kind of like a false shame. Mm. Was this how how difficult? I mean, you, you wrote this poem at one point f- um, for this commission, yeah. And then how difficult was it to to say okay, I want to perform this live, or was it exciting the idea of kind of pushing those boundaries?
1: Mm, I think. There's such a a distance that you build over time, uh, from the moment you write the poem where you try and reach the feelings that you have inside your body and inside your mind, um, to writing it, to getting someone else to read it, to uh, knowing that you're gonna perform somewhere and then uh, finding a poem that could be good. Mm. I think it just builds up the distance and uh, it's funny because it's when I'm in the mic, on the uh, in front of the mic, that I'm trying to get back to this original feeling of what was I was trying to say?
0: Yeah, it just struck me actually that when when you performed it live, which I saw on the Instagram video, mm-hmm. you you were a lot more. you <laughs> were You were a lot more energetic. <laughs> I saw it in the Instagram video as well. Yeah. And <laughs> I saw You was really energetic. Mm. Um, performance, really animated performance, you know, and you can kind of like yell parts of it almost. Yeah. Whereas, like, when we're in this format and you are reading it in front of a uh, microphone, like we are now, it's a lot more quiet. It's a lot sure. more relaxed. It's a lot calmer. It just it struck me as like a really different performance mm. of this of the well, same content.
1: It's because I'm hearing my own voice. Yeah. And I'm hearing me breathing, which I wasn't there. And when there's a <laughs> when there's an audience, you feel like you have to you know, take this space and you it was a really, really quiet room. Start. It was a really quiet room, so you really <laughs> have to take this space and just be like, okay, I'm here. Yeah. You're all listening to me yeah. and looking at me. Yeah. Whereas here, I can just uh, hear all the microsounds. So I want to be very specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite a different context. I think it, it's interesting to talk about that. Um, just generally, like, performance, performing yeah, live. It makes
0: me think of, we were talking about, you want to do, like, a, almost like a poetry album of, mm. like, 12 songs to in the format of almost like a music video.
1: I think I'm going to get back to that later because uh, I want to talk a bit more about the poem, sure. if that's okay. OK. Yeah, absolutely. I want to talk about um, how it works quite well as a spoken word because... Um, the the sentences are like very striking mm. and they're not uh, very literary images that don't yeah. have a meaning. It's like, it's get a dildo, <laughs> you know, suck that yeah. clit. It's, it's very boom, straight yeah. straight to your face kind of. And there's actually a line, because I wrote it for the page, you know, I wrote it to be published, uh, written. There's the line that has three question marks that is meant to be read but then when i performed it there i said like whatever and then here i said question mark question mark question mark and yeah, i think yeah. i think you can always you can make maybe a silence you know you can break a break a pause but that's
0: interesting cuz you 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 chose to say question question mark question mark today mm. but when you performed it at that time you you said whatever yeah and but it was it's meant to be read like read as question mark. Yeah, you know, it's right.
1: meant to be read as question marks. Okay. But I just wanted to make it funny then. actually Okay.
0: Because
1: they laughed at whatever.
0: I like yeah. I prefer whatever. Whatever.
1: You prefer whatever.
0: Yeah. There was like an attitude in it. Yeah. But so so guys, if you haven't if you haven't seen the performance, you can check it out on. It's uh, on my Instagram. On poetry Instagram page.
1: Yeah, it's a. Uh, the links are on the Instagram I think. Yeah. Cool. It's Eloise underscore Amory. Um Yeah, and also uh, when I performed it was kind of the first time I really took my time. I was quite slow at reading. And maybe I think this one like just now was a bit more a bit faster. Hmm. But I'm learning that wow, just like taking the time, swimming down, taking the space, yeah. it really allows people to process uh, whatever you're
0: saying, yeah, that's uh, the, the, well, I'm really glad you bring that up actually because I, I kind of wanted to mention about um, we got this poetry book by Clive James. I, I don't think he's a poet, actually, I think he's like a poet um, critic. Mm. Um, and he's got a book called The Fire of Joy. Um, and it's, it's called The Subtitles Roughly 80 Poems to Get by Heart and Say Aloud. Yeah, I mean, and he because... gives
1: advice of how to read poems out loud, like how Yeah, you...
0: that's kind of the um, the idea of the book, right? The book is like it's to be read out loud or mm-hmm. say out loud to yourself. You know? Yeah. And rules, yeah, he's, he's got like rules on reading aloud, and they're a little. It's a little bit long here to say them all, but I'll read you like the first couple just to like give you an idea. Mm-hmm. But it says number one: go go more slowly than you think you need to. It's because you are ahead of yourself that you stumble. So, and second one is um, in any regular stanza, pause for the length of a comma at the end of the line to indicate that the line is turning over. If there is already a comma there, pause for the length of the two commas. Pause also for two comma lamps at the end it actually gets very pre- <laughs> it's like very specific yeah but you know what so it's really good it advice it
1: really informed me on how to construct my poems really I read that and I thought okay I have to be careful um on where to put the new line
0: it's, it's good advice for like anyone
1: yeah because we sometimes all, we always kind of need to read
0: poetry at some point sometimes I, I
1: break the line because I'm like it's too long but actually I just want it to be read as one and then I'm thinking, if someone else is reading that, they're going to make a break, and I don't want to. So it made me change the way I uh, put it on the page, I think. Yeah. This thing.
0: And it reminds me of this uh, this other poet that I f- forgot the name of at the moment, but he he reads his poem, like, each line twice, mm. right? Even though he writes them once, he reads them twice when he reads them out loud to, to so that people can kind of really meditate on the line the second time.
1: Yeah. We were gonna talk about um, making like poetry album. Yeah. Uh, to introduce that, I wanted to kind of um, introduce or review um, uh, one Inky inque- inque- one Queer's performance uh, in the margins because um, there was a poem that they did that um, had an instrumental line that I was actually based on a song. And the poem was rea- reacting to that song and they like produced the music so that only a couple of lyrics were set and the rest was just the instrumental. And they were reading the poem on top of the instrumental mm. and was singing the lyrics that were there. What and style was of instrument? Well like bass and drums and it was like a rock song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh it was really brilliant. It was like it was eight minutes, something like that, something really long. So I think they really produced the music to make it uh, fit to the poem. I don't, I think, you know, we could uh, ask them more about how they did it, but it was really brilliant. Like the, just playing around between music and spoken word. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, so just to introduce like what you can play around and put some beats on the poem. Oh, well, you know, we said before with uh, Afro the poets, so they like some um, uh, wavy sounds and stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah, there's a, the? there's a lot you can do with this kind of background ambience. Yeah. Stuff. Is that what you're thinking? Maybe for your like poet, album, I think that would poetry be, album. That'd be really fun. Yeah, but uh, you'd have to collaborate with someone who um, makes interesting.
1: So actually, you can music. go on a website. Uh, where you have uh, copyright you know you have free music that you can use if you credit the people
0: but wouldn't you want to collaborate with yeah with sure like considering you you're based in Brighton
1: yeah yeah that would be really good
0: with so many artists yeah I think it, you know by the time we get around to recording it you could find something mm. really interesting
1: yeah actually write. I feel like it brings me back to the way I did poetry in 2020 because I did some um, videos where I had these texts. They weren't really poems. They were, like, mm, beginnings of short stories. And I put um, music like this, like, kind of wavy sounds, and I was reciting, but more in a dramatic way, trying to really convey the emotions, like a drama thing. And I put, uh, like, The Cherry Tree. (laughs) It's not... They're not very good videos, because they were my first times, but I actually quite like this... um, spoken word format
0: mm. this this kind of ties into the the new K tempest album that we've been enjoying yeah it just came out right I think it I, I think it's a sort of pop-up
1: like last week or something yeah. it was a really recent so how's it called again it's called the line is a curve yeah yeah it's this crossover between you know music and spoken word and maybe slam I don't know what the term is exactly then they collaborated with a lot of different artists.
0: Yeah, and I think I'm not hundred percent, but I think it was produced by Rick Rubin, who maybe the other listeners know that have produced has produced like loads of massive successful albums in metal and uh the hip hop, mm. the hip hop genre.
1: So of course it's like really wordy because that's what K Tempest is about, right? It's like... Yeah.
0: Well, it's, it it treads a fine line between like spoken word and rap.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah.
0: They they've always been interested in, uh, rap. Mm. And but they're it, doing it, it, more
1: the spoken word, and then yeah. they have some rappers doing the more rapid. bits. It definitely bits.
0: it definitely feels more spoken word, but you know, it, every so often the the lines rhyme, right? But the the tone is more spoken word. It's 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 more faithful to their. Original style,
1: yeah, but it's quite literary still, you know, like yeah. the, the lyrics are wonderful, yeah. And uh, so I was listening to it to find a song a, or a poem,
0: yeah, is it a song or a poem? It's a, or yeah, a I don't know
1: to, to read out for this episode. And everyone I was listening to, I was like, This one, this mm-hmm. one, this one, and then it's, I had to kind of leave and have a shower and then see what kind of stuck in my mind the one
0: yeah the one you showed me was the one
1: salt coast because that's the one that stuck in my mind i think
0: i I just been enjoying it so much it just all blends into one but, uh, this, so they the put one.
1: out a statement that was really wonderful Oh yeah, you wanna? yeah uh, should i read a uh, bit of the statement yeah so it goes um along when you want to buy the cd Uh, So Kate Tempest says, The line is a curve, is about letting go. The core of the record is that the pressures we face do not always have to be heavy burdens, but can be reframed. The more pressure a person is under, the greater the possibility for release. And then, These general themes of acceptance, resilience, surrender, are also about where I'm at in my personal life, in my journey towards a greater acceptance of myself as an artist and as a human being, being more honest with the world and my community about who I am and letting go of some heavy, heavy shame, which is a glorious thing. And then in the middle of the text, they say how it leads to a brighter thing with more collaboration. It starts as a really lonely, um, lonely poem. And then, so it opens and then at the end, it kind of circles back because they're trying to say that um, grief and moving on is not a linear thing. No. and that when you wake up you're always back at the beginning and I thought that was really powerful because we always think of growing as a one way mm. but I just really love this idea of the circle and say it's okay it's, and they say uh, to surrender to the circle uh, Should I read Yeah. the poem?
0: You, yeah, can you read it from, what's it called? Salt,
1: Salt Coast so it's hard because i have in mind the the way it's kind of sung
0: yeah just, i, I think just um read it in your own style and
1: yeah and of course you can listen to uh, k tempest Absolutely. Do yeah you. listen to the whole album
0: it's a great um the music is great as well
1: so it's called salt coast salt coast foul wind Old ghost, scrap tin Leaves, rain Leaves, rain Salt coast, foul wind Old ghost, scrap tin Leaves, rain Leaves, rain All dressed up, with nowhere to go I love your sleeve-pulling nervousness. I love the way you crumble into chalk at your edges. I love the way you fade into a sky that is as endless as your willingness to try. Keep going, and it will get better. I love the way you push to get clear. I love the way you dance to get strong. Ancient. Silk clay. Rock formed. Wet sand. Moss born. What came before, and what will come after beneath the orderly cues, the bad moods, the night's nice views, the have-nots and half twos, the night shifts in flat shoes, the discarded masks, the empty tubes, the colds, the flues, the reds, the blues, the bite to let, the play to lose, the white ace, the gray goose, the michelin star, the fast food, the straight lies, the strange truth. I can hear the deep rasp of your laughter, joyful, beneath the stifled resentments and microaggressions, all part of the fabric. The tension woven so tight it defies its dimension, the see but don't feel, the know but don't mention. There you are, hedonistic, self-destructive, insecure, trying to get away from the mistakes we've made before. Salt coast. Foul wind, old ghost, scrap tin, leaves, rain, leaves, rain, salt coast, foul wind, old ghost, scrap tin, leaves, rain, leaves, rain. Veering into change, I appreciate your efforts. Acknowledging your privilege, but prone to backstepping. Sure, it's not by our past that our future will be measured. It's by the very moment that we're slumping in, disheveled. Six hours into some TV show that tastes like the feeling of pizza. And know what you reach for. All dressed up with nowhere to go. Benched waiting for a path to open up. Waiting for a thing that might make you old enough to get into the pub. Where people drink to lost youth, I see you, Scraping the gravel in your air max, So beautiful, so chaotic, so grounded, home. Concrete and gnome, brick dust and gnomes, Wood floors, screen doors, and a place of your own, Pay off the rest of your life, but who's asking? Restless the damp night approaching, distilling the heat, too long on your feet, Now you want to be free, From the strain of what's done in your name, Every single inch of you is somebody's claim, the family refrain of their glory and your shame. You just want to keep moving. The energy contained is spinning out and making trouble for you. Nothing is the same. You got out from underneath the weight of suffer and obey. The tyranny and hate of Britannia rules the waves, and now you swing your hips as you go strutting down the lane. I love you when I see you this plain. Your salt coast, your foul wind Your old ghost, your scrap tin The browning of your leaves and the greening of your rain Salt coast, foul wind Old ghost, scrap tin Leaves, rain Leaves, rain Salt coast, foul wind Old ghost Scrap tin, leaves, rain, leaves, rain.
0: It's so, it's <clears throat> just like so dynamic and sizzling. Each line in the stanza is just like sizzling with energy and like frustration mm-hmm. and anxiousness. Like they're, they're really good at, dis, at, at describing the the anxiousness of like living in modern society and that kind of getting kind of pulverized by all the different news cycles that mm. are like hitting you all at the same time, all different crises. Mm. It's just, it really, I, f- I find it really inspiring and just made you think that oh, you want to write something that is that.
1: It's like so cathartic. <laughs>
0: it's like, you know, like something <laughs> that is that of the moment, something mm. that is that uh, urgent. There's a, there's a great urgency to to their writing
1: yeah I just find that there's so many good lines and metaphors with nature I really love the the woven fabric um, where is it the tension woven so tight it defies its dimension um, beneath to stifle resentments and microaggressions all part of the fabric
0: mm. I did wonder if you know the the work would translate to like an album like a well-produced album, that it seems to have kept that. Um, that freshness seems to have kept that importance in the lyrics.
1: Hmm. Yeah, certainly. Like w- could, word-based,
0: because if you could imagine you're the your K Tempest, and then you've got this like big deal, like basically like a big record deal. Hmm. You you kind of think, okay, right? What's expected of me to yeah, yeah. write for this new album and this this music and all this investment in me?
1: And they managed to keep, you know, the yeah. the original uh, style, which I think is something that you aim to do as an artist. Mm. It's it's funny because a lot of songs I I'm really bad at listening to the lyrics, and I listen to them for the instrumentals most of the time, uh, and. What I really like is instrumental based. Mm. And poetry, I really like it. Well, it's all for the words, and spoken word is all for the words as well. And this kind of mixture uh, is kind of outside of my comfort zone because I struggle to focus on the two or even recognize the lyrics. Like when they're sung, the you know, the words are the same, and I struggle to <laughs> recognize it. I feel like I feel really lonely in that because I feel like most people relate to the lyrics very much, like you included. And uh, having this kind of spoken word style on the instrumental, I think it blends it really well because I can understand everything um, without having to read.
0: And uh, I heard some rumors around town that you were thinking about starting your own uh, poetry workshop tell us about that
1: yeah
0: <laughs> are they false is it true um I'm genuinely asking I don't know guys
1: yeah I think pe- other people do it really well so I have been uh, informed that there's a poetry workshop called uh, Poetry Meet Cute so Queer and Trance uh, it's online and they come together and write and In the Margins is also trying to establish some poetry workshops yeah, I think there's a need to bring poets together in the in the creation of poems, and not just when they're uh, finished and edited, uh, because it's really hard to edit your own poems, and um, many of us haven't been taught how to.
0: Yeah, what about like getting online feedback through like Reddit or like a Reddit group or something like that.
1: sure never thought about it like you want like, to do that
0: <laughs> it's, it's, i think it's an interesting space to explore that i'm looking at for like my writing yeah prose writing like uh ways where you can get like almost like instant feedback from you know if you put like a paragraph out that or there you know very often there's like communities online that are really eager to read and critique
1: mm. you think reddit is a good space for that
0: um i'm not so sure i'm still looking into it i just you know, literally the last week, thought about it in terms of pros, but I think yeah, you, I think it could be. Could it be because it's so popular, right? So you, and because it's so popular, you, you'd get a more immediate response. Mm. But of course, you're gonna have to factor in that there's gonna be people causing trouble. Yeah. But the flip side of that is, I believe that when you have these groups, for the most part, the people that are part of these groups genuinely. Do want to be constructive? Genuinely do want to offer feedback.
1: Well, maybe or, or,
0: you know, genuinely do love poetry.
1: Maybe it? it's up to us to do a blog, you know.
0: Mm. I just think it would be an interesting space to explore, and maybe some people out there listening to this uh, may already know of um some. Yeah, please, if, if online you. Platforms for critique.
1: I think it's interesting when you say because there's like um. Sessions like workshops, and then there's over time where you can just uh pop in put your poem in or put a comment on another poem and it's like um uh, you know the way the internet works which is uh timeless in that way and you can read other poems from 2014 if you want <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's really interesting you you're witnessing witnessing some um uh, Ideas in construction. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're interested in that, uh, you can get back to us, definitely, and uh, we can try and put that together. If you know other spaces that exist already, uh, share them to us, and we share them on Instagram and in the next episode.
0: Yeah, I just want to say hi to all the, the new listeners as well. We seem to like have added quite a few yeah. listeners since the, since the last time we did a just me a new episode Mm. and we're going to continue to have guests
1: i think we had wonderful guests uh who broke their own uh thank you very much their own friends and you know people who really like their poetry um so yeah i i hope you're all enjoying our podcast
0: we've got a wonderful lineup of poets to come yeah we're keeping a secret for the for the time being but uh (laughs) Yeah. it was just uh whispered to me are we wrapping up. <laughs> but yeah, so there's there's plenty to look forward to with the show. We're we're going on Holiday to France and then when we come back we're gonna be very excited about uh Some new interviews. Getting back involved with the with the Poetry Nights and community.
1: Yeah, and if you want us to do maybe a review of a poetry night yeah. uh Make, okay. uh, not a but review like a critical review but kind of say what happened and yeah, what we liked and we're really stuff.
0: interested in starting to create a dialogue between the listeners of the show yeah and ourselves so that we can and uh, start start making episodes uh about stuff in- that you guys want to hear about
1: yeah, yeah make it interactive and so we kind of defaulted to instagram as the platform to interact with people but if you feel like uh, you want to do WhatsApp group or is there any other, other medium that you prefer uh, please tell us I was thinking of making some transcripts as well because it's uh, quite important for accessibility um, yeah, yeah. please give us ideas to like improve our show we're beginning and we're always looking forward to some feedback and um, suggestions indeed uh, so I think yeah, we just, that concludes
0: our, just show. Than. thank you Yeah, listening.
1: thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. See you later, guys. Enjoy poetry.